0: I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody whoever they take he's got the answers to, uh who you should take and who you shouldn't take and all of a sudden he's an expert he's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take
1: tarleton state hasn't been a division one program for very long but they're already producing guys with NFL talent. For now, the second interview with a Tarleton State football player, Devin Hafford, hopped on with Ryan Roberts to discuss his potential path to the next level. In only eight games this spring, Hafford was able to produce 25 tackles, three and a half tackles for loss, and five pass breakups. For this week's second spotlight interview here on the NFL Draft Prospects podcast, We'll hear a conversation between Ryan and Devin that was recorded back in April. Before we do so, though, folks, I need to tell you about Bet Online. The month of June is heating up with a ton of exciting sports action, and Bet Online is where you can find it. From basketball and hockey playoffs to baseball's marquee matchups, including prop bets and futures, Bet Online has all of the latest odds, news, and information for all of your online sports betting needs. Visit their website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before your next tip off, face off, or pitch, head on over to Bet Online and start playing today. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts.
2: Welcome, everyone, to the Believe in NFL Draft Prospect Podcast interview edition. You know it's a Thursday, so we're bringing you an exclusive inside look into the minds and the playing careers of some of the best football players in the entire country. Obviously, with the 2021 NFL Draft uh, you know, uh, uh, process nearing the end here, I wanted to start to bring you guys some players for 2022 that you should be keeping a close eye out for. So I'm going to bring in a guy who I thought was originally going to be in the 2021 class, but when the FCS season and lower divisions in general mostly pushed to the spring, he obviously had a very difficult decision to make. So now I have Mr. Devin Hafford, defensive back at of Tarleton State, All-American defensive back. Got to put that one in there. Devin, appreciate you, man, again, just taking a little bit of time with me today.
3: Yes, sir. Thank you for having me.
2: Absolutely, man. So I, I like to kind of run these things, you know, a little bit of a, a journey to a degree, right? So I like to start, you know, in high school, and then and we'll move, you know, to the varying parts of your career. I mentioned you obviously an All-American player at Tarleton, and Tarleton obviously made the, the jump from Division II to FCS. So I want to talk a little bit about that in a couple minutes. But talk to me, Devin, to start out with. I know you're a Texas guy. Obviously, you stayed relatively close to home, I believe. But for you, coming out of high school, tell me a little bit about recruiting and tell me why Tarleton was the best spot.
3: Uh, I played uh, uh at a Tascasita High School in uh North Houston, uh mm-hmm. under Craig Stomp. Uh, uh he's a uh, uh, he played quarterback at Texas and So it was a good program being there. Uh it really got me prepared for a uh, uh, college program like Tarleton. Uh, I was uh wasn't highly recruited coming out of high school. I say I had a couple offers. Uh uh mainly division 2 offers, uh, a couple of division 1 offers, walk on. Me coming to Tarleton was probably the best best decision I ever made, honestly. Just uh the coaching staff here, uh uh the strength coaches, uh training staffs, everybody here, I feel like I made the best decision coming to Tarleton.
2: And, and Devin, if you don't mind me asking, because I know you're, you're obviously a talented defensive back. You have size. You're from a, a Texas high school, obviously. Right. Yes, so sir. what, what for you was the reason for that light recruitment? Was it from a small school? Was it you um, know not highlighted enough? Like what was kind of the background of, as far as that?
3: I don't know the logistics around why I wasn't highly recruited coming out of high school. Uh, we made a long run in high school. We went to the fourth round of the playoffs. Uh, a bunch of guys now cut, uh, uh now that my high school they're highly recruited. Now, I feel like we uh really laid the foundation for those guys. Uh some guys like Kenya Green and uh uh Sammy Cosby who coming out this year. I feel like uh we really just laid the foundation for them coming out. Cause we really did those are really our first year going to playoffs. Uh the High School, a new a new high school. So yeah, I feel like we really gave those guys a, a chance to be uh uh, highlighted coming out of high school,
2: that's really funny. I just did a preliminary grade on Kenyon Green, and, and uh, I was like, I was looking at your high school's name, and I was like, Why does that sound so familiar? Because I just wrote yeah. it on a report, so that makes complete sense. That's really funny.
0: Yeah.
2: Man. Um, so, David, I want to kind of get into your career a little bit, right? So, highly accoladed at this point 193 tackles in your career, eight and a half tackles for loss, six interceptions, and 44 pass breakups. So, when we're talking about some of the most productive defensive backs in the country, you're one of them, right? You have been doing this now for a long time. So talk to me a little bit about the first few years, because I know we're talking, you know, maybe transitioning to a a different defensive position, but you've been a lockdown corner now for Tarleton for a long time. Talk to me a little bit about the early success that you had over the first few years.
3: I actually transitioned to corner. Uh, I played a lot of safety in high school. I transitioned to corner uh, my freshman year here at Tarleton. I uh, started the third game here at Tarleton. Uh and ever since then, the coach let me do my thing. Um, first year, uh, uh, Coach Whitten, when he first got here, that was my first – that was his first season back. And my first – my true freshman year, that was his first season back. Uh, we weren't very good. I think my, the year before I got to Tarleton, we was like – that was like dead last in like, like every – statistical category on defense. So it was really a building process, building back. Uh, my first year, I feel like I played all right. I was just aggressive. I just wanted to play. So coaches threw me out there. I made a play, a bunch of players on special teams. So that's probably why I, I got a chance to uh, play so early as a true freshman. Um, Sophomore season, uh, a bunch of people uh, still tried to throw my way. Uh, didn't go. It, it, according to their plan. Um, I feel like I had a, a bunch of tackles, uh tackle for losses my uh, sophomore season. Then junior season, I, uh, I really took off uh, after that, my junior season. And a bunch of people started taking notice after that.
2: Yeah. All right. And, and it's, you know, to put that into perspective, I already mentioned the ball production. Devin, the sophomore year, was talking about 76 tackles, two interceptions, 17 pass breakups. Next year, 34 tackles, but four interceptions and 18 pass breakups. So he's been very highly productive, obviously, with ball production during his career. And then I know, Devin, you were going into 2019, which was going to be your true senior season. Unfortunately, yes, that season got cut short. So just fill us mm-hmm. in a little bit on the injury that you had and just okay. maybe a little bit of the, uh, the, the part you know that you were able to navigate what is a tough situation rehabbing back from an injury.
3: Yes sir, uh, I got hurt uh in the first game of the 2019 season versus Stephen F Austin. Uh it was in the first quarter, it was early. I say like the second or third drive, I had I-, I felt like I was balling that game. So I was excited. This is my senior season, so I was, I was doing. I was very productive that game uh before I got injured. Uh I had a uh it was a fibula injury. I was in a box and uh like I said, I play a lot of box safety uh, and as well as corner. Uh, I was going to make a tackle, and, and uh, my my teammate and uh, their office alignment uh, both, like, fell on my leg as I was making a tackle. So, it was a very unfortunate situation. There's nothing I can do to control the situation. I was just trying to make a play. Sure. Um, rehabbing, uh, luckily I got uh, injured. Well, not luckily, uh, I guess I should say, but uh, – uh, fortunately, I, I got injured uh, in the beginning of the season, so I, I took that whole season to rehab. I could have came back towards the end of the season, but I decided not to. Just feel me safety precautions, sure. uh, just getting ready for the, the following season. So the rehab process uh, wasn't that hard. Just since I wasn't playing football, I was just attacking the rehab process just like uh, like I was attacking a game or like mm-hmm. a practice mindset. Just uh, going hard and just, uh, really taking it serious. So I can get back to a hundred percent.
2: Yeah. And then obviously the, uh, the big move this year, which I want to start with the positive aspect of everything. Tarleton moves to the FCS level division yes, Two, is. a long time. Talk to me about the excitement there, man. Cause that's real. I mean, that's gotta be a lot of fun. You, you ended up obviously at a division two school beginning, but now Especially yes, the Division One athlete, and just how awesome was that
3: transition for you guys? Yeah, you can tell the uh, the difference, the atmosphere around the school, and just like the locker room environment is a different feel from being in a Division Two uh uh program uh for four years, then transitioning into a Division One program. You can you can really tell the difference in and, and the coaches, the players, and just the whole like the student body population. It, it really does feel like a, a Division One school here for sure.
2: And was there, uh, Devin? Is was there vindication? Because you mentioned that you were lightly recruited to make mm-hmm. that jump, and then to be officially a Division One athlete, did that make oh, you yes, proud? Sure. Was there vindication? No, nah, sure.
3: Like I'm going to get schools that like that did not recruit me, so it, it really gave me just another uh, uh, another hunger to just show them why they should have recruited me. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming out of high school, coaches like damn every game come up to me like, "Damn, we should have got you." Like, yeah, you should have. But yeah, it, yeah, I'm, it's really a blessing disguise that I came to Tarleton. That now we we're now division one. Yeah,
2: and and competing right off the bat. You know, yes, you guys sir. you guys are off to a, a nice start. I, I talked to Tariq Bitson a few weeks a few weeks ago. Yes. He's makes that transition over to Tarleton this year. And you guys are playing really good football. And I, I know that it was maybe a little bit of a tough situation, right? Because we're going back to spring, into the summer workouts, into the fall. Is there going to be a season? What is the atmosphere going to look like? What, what is the situation going to be? And then obviously the COVID-19 pandemic pushes the majority of FCS football into the spring. And I know for you, being now a redshirt senior, having the NFL aspirations, how difficult was you know just the news that everything was getting pushed in the spring? And then ultimately you made the decision that going back to school was best for you.
3: Uh, like I said, like we just talked about, and uh, before the interview, like I I did lose a loved one because of COVID. So, me, uh, it, I just had a whole bunch of stuff going on in my life then. Mm-hmm. So uh, I did enter the transfer portal just for like a uh a, a precaution standpoint, so I I can have a bunch of uh, uh ways to go if, uh, if they did cancel the season, and they actually did cancel our, our season. So I mostly stayed home during that time with my family trying to decide what I wanted to do Uh, ended up coming back to Taurus and just got ready. And luckily we was one of the schools that did play in the spring. So it it really was a a blessing and disguise. Yeah,
2: absolutely. And you're a guy, Devin, that I think is going to be very, very well received around the NFL because you're a guy, like you said, you've played corner, you can play safety the NFL is becoming such a matchup dictated league that having guys that can line in multiple spots, that versatility aspect I think is huge for you. Talk to me about that, you know, the, the ability to play multiple positions and what your versatility brings to the
3: game. Uh, yes, sir. Like you just said, I can play multiple positions, corner, uh, nickel, uh, box safety, high safety, wherever uh, 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 DC and the NFL wants me to play, I'm, I'm going to do that. Uh, special teams, uh, I'm willing to do it all for uh, uh, DC uh, at the next level. Uh, I feel like uh what separates my games from others is just my physicality yep. um that I bring to the table. Um and, and here at torsion uh, or DC uh, Marcus Patton, he likes to play a, a bunch of uh, a, man, a press man. So when I'm at corner I'm mostly most of the 85% of the time playing press man. So most of the guys in my size don't can't can't play press man like that. So that's why uh, uh, D.C. at the next level uh, can utilize me at multiple positions, yeah. given my skill set.
2: No, absolutely. And that's the first thing. When, when I popped on your film, Devin, from uh, from 2018, right, your, be- before the injury, obviously, in 2019, was the fact of, like, whether you were playing in press or playing in the run game, super physical. Like, you remind me a little bit of, of uh, J.C. Horn, who I'm a big fan of coming out of mm-hmm. South Carolina this year. Like, you play the game. Very similar, like the press kind of aspect. But obviously you're also capable of playing safety, which I think a lot of NFL teams are going to like you at. If I had to ask you, who are some players? It could be growing up. It could be now. Are there some football players that you watch a lot that you try to emulate to a degree?
3: Uh, Yes, yeah, so I like to emulate uh, uh, Xavier Howard a lot. Uh, uh, Tyron Matthews, just his mindset. Uh, he probably got the best mindset, probably to, as a as a, a leader standpoint in NFL and just what he's been through, uh, getting back to the NFL, coming out of college. Uh, probably Jalen Ramsey; those three guys, probably probably the uh, my top three and that I looked
2: up to. Up, all great football players, and all can play all over the place too. Jalen was even playing some inside at safety this year and doing different things mm-hmm. for the Rams. So you definitely have versatility, obviously written all over you. And, and now, Devin, you're, you're for me. Moving to 2022, again, I think you're going to be a player that NFL teams are really going to like. For you, kind of end in this interview, what um, – actually, let's, let's phrase it like this. I'm sure this has been a dream of yours for a long time to potentially play professional football. What type of blessing would that be? And just the experience to be able to call yourself a professional athlete, what would that feel like for you?
3: Man, I can't even explain it. I, I mean, I, I dream about it and probably pray about it every night. I work for it every day. So it'd be a, a huge blessing to me and my family. Uh, and just uh, like I said, just dream of mine that I had since a, a young boy. I've been playing football since the age of four. So um something i dream about since I was, I was a little boy. So that'd be a, a huge blessing on me. Just a, a career goal for sure.
2: And for all the listeners out there, again, Mr. Devin Hafford, defensive back out of Tarleton State, could play corner, could play safety, could play nickel. He can play anywhere in the defensive secondary. Highly productive defensive back where, hey, if you want to look at the stat sheet, the stat sheet speaks for itself, and then his play obviously speaks even louder. So, again, Devin, appreciate it, man, so much for taking some time here today. This was awesome. Finally set this up. Finally get the inside look, man. Really appreciate
3: it. Appreciate you having me. Thank you.